0: hi everyone welcome to the show my name is sophie and i am a mother and entrepreneur and i'm obsessed with feeling my best on this show we're going to talk about everything from work to wellness to motherhood and what it looks like to encompass all of those things into your life hope you enjoy Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm not going to lie, I was really nervous to start recording, and I feel like I've been making excuses and doing all these other little tasks that I thought I needed to do before I started recording this podcast in the first episode. But I am jumping right in now, today, here, and I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about what this show is going to be about. So, We are going to be talking about everything to do with starting, scaling, and running a business while navigating motherhood and wellness at the same time. When I talked to my community and asked you what you wanted to hear about, a lot of it was navigating routines as a mom and a business owner, and I'm really excited to dive into that. So today we'll do a little bit of an intro for who I am and talk about why I wanted to start this podcast, and then we'll get into a bit of a Q&A. So I'm excited to see your questions today, and I just wanted to say thank you for joining me. A little bit about me. My name is Sophie, and I am a mom. I have two boys, Liam and Charlie. Liam is almost five, and Charlie is two. And I live in Vancouver with my husband and I absolutely love everything wellness and focusing on feeling my best. And that's why the tagline of this podcast is obsessed with feeling my best because almost everything I do in life is really to come home to that feeling of feeling great And I love sharing that through my Instagram, which is Sophie C. Collins. And that is a really big reason behind why I decided to start this podcast because my community on Instagram and my blog that I've had throughout the years have always asked a lot of questions around how I manage motherhood and career and balancing all of those things. And sometimes it's easier to talk about those things versus write it in a quick Instagram post or story. So I'm really excited to connect with you all and hope to answer a lot of your questions as well as bring on really incredible, inspiring guests who I believe cultivate that beautiful balance between work and wellness. But before we get into that, a little bit about One Wednesday, which is the brand that I co-founded with my friend Joni. One Wednesday is a home goods and lifestyle brand, and we have products ranging from throws to robes to waffle knit towels and signature candles, and we're in the process of building out our apparel collection, building on the success of our first dress, which came out last year, the Everywhere Dress. We are available on goop.com and really proudly at Holt Renfrew Nationwide, and it's been such an incredible journey building this brand with Joni, my co-founder, and our team And I'm really excited to dig into what that has looked like, especially navigating becoming a new mom. We started one Wednesday about six months into my journey into motherhood. I met Joni when Liam was, I believe, five months old, and we started working on our first concept right away. We then launched one Wednesday, I think Liam was 18 months when we officially started our website and had about 50 friends and family over to my house for our launch party. So it's been a really intense and amazing journey. And all the while I also worked in tech. So I had a 10 year career in tech sales, which was really an amazing career. And I have nothing but incredible things to say about it. I just was not super passionate about it. I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, so finally decided to take the leap and excited to share that story with you as well. So really what this podcast is going to be about is trials and tribulations of starting, scaling, and running a business while navigating motherhood and wellness at the same time. As I said, I worked in tech for a really long time and finally took the leap. And over the last 10 years, it's been so helpful to hear other women's stories and men's stories about how they turned their dream into their career and into the thing that they were able to focus on. So I really hope to bring some of those stories to you through this platform, as well as connecting with you on things you want to hear about, like all of my latest tips and tricks and rituals and wellness routines. And I'm so excited to bring you some really fantastic guests. So without further ado, let's jump into the q and I want to keep these episodes short and sweet, and I'm excited to see what questions you have for me. Let's start with an easy one. My first question is career history. So I grew up wanting to be an actor. I was absolutely obsessed with Shakespeare. That was where I got my start in acting. I attended a camp called Shakespeare rocks and fell in love with the craft of acting. And for the first kind of 10 years of my very young career, I pursued becoming an actress. I went to theater school in Vancouver and had an agent in Toronto and Vancouver. There's nothing you probably would have seen me on, but I absolutely loved what I did. And there came a point in my early twenties that I realized, It just wasn't the career for me. I'm someone who is really goal oriented and I like to see results from my actions. And that's a really tough career to be in if you want to have some sort of framework and trajectory for where you're going. So, never say never. I may audition one day again, but for now, it's on the very back burner, if on the burner at all. (laughs) And I actually decided to go to business school. So, I had been working in event planning throughout university because it's something I was really good at. I was very organized. I loved events. I loved pulling things together. I love putting together beautiful tablescapes. So that was part of my kind of side hustling through university. I've always had a job. I think I've had a job since I was 12, starting off with babysitting, lifeguarding, basically whatever I could do. I loved having financial freedom and putting aside savings for myself and I decided to go to business school. I wasn't really sure what was going to come of it, but I knew that I wanted to be in a career where I could see the next step and work towards it. And my aunt, who had an incredible career in technology, was a huge inspiration for me. And when I was going through the MBA, I did a lot of networking. I would say I spent more time networking than I did doing homework. And that's not to say I didn't do my work, but I knew that the power of relationships and who you were meeting and who you were spending your time with and learning about different careers was going to be so much more valuable than worrying about always getting A pluses on my papers. So I spent a lot of time networking, a lot in the tech community, some in the fashion space, but in Vancouver, there really are only two kind of large fashion companies to work for. So focused on technology and received a really great offer coming out of my MBA to work for a small tech company. At the time, I think they were about hundred employees, and I started as a project manager. And it was such a great fit for me because as someone who had experience planning events um, and a love for tech, it kind of married the two worlds. But I quickly so realized that the people who were making the most money and having the most fun were in sales. And I decided to try my hat at that. So worked my way onto the sales team and really just did that for the next 10 years worked at a few different companies and really really enjoyed it and i would say kind of got to you know the highest level that i could get to at at this point in time and that's when i decided to go full-time with one wednesday so to circle back a little bit when liam was about six months old I met my co-founder of One Wednesday, Joni, and we decided to start a company. We worked on a very different concept for the first, I would say, six months of our journey together and decided that it wasn't for us. I won't tell you what it is because maybe we'll do it again, but we decided we really wanted to work in the textile space and started finding manufacturers to build out the universal throw, which was One Wednesday's first product. We found as moms, Um, she was pregnant at the time and I had just had a baby. We received so many different blankets and burp cloths and these muslin throws and they would all have like tiger prints on them or avocado prints. And I found myself reaching for Liam's burp cloth when I was at a restaurant and I would wrap it around me. And then when I was on the plane, if I didn't bring a proper like throw for him, then I wouldn't have anything to use. So what we wanted to create was a product that could be everything from a scarf that you wore on the plane to a baby blanket to a throw that you could cuddle up on the couch with to something to help clean up your pet's paws. And that's really where we started one Wednesday. And then we quickly realized that people were super interested in a potential bath collection. I always was searching for the perfect waffle knit robe. So that was the next product that we launched. And from there we organically grew our collections to include candles and bath towels and apparel. And so we're just so excited to see what the next few years brings. And I know there's a lot of questions around how I took the leap and how I turned that side hustle into my full time gig. So we'll do a full episode on that because I want to make sure I give it the space it deserves. But I'm excited to say that I am running one Wednesday full time. We still have, you know, our team in Turkey that's doing our manufacturing. We have contractors that do marketing and shipping and logistics. And it's just been so much fun to really bootstrap this idea and make it into something that we really want it to be. It's been so fun being in control. It's a lot slower to grow when you're self-funded, but so far we've really enjoyed the journey. So we will see where that takes us. The next question is, how did I meet my partner? So I met my husband when I was 19 and I'm 33 now so we've been together for a very long time almost half of my life and we met at a mutual friends party. Well, we actually met twice and my husband doesn't remember the first time, but the real time we met was at a mutual friends party. I had a friend and Peter, my husband, was friends with my friend's brother and they used to host all of these get togethers and parties and we met at one of those and we ended up going downtown to a bar Hung out that entire evening and the next day he texted me around five o'clock and I was like waiting all day for the text and I was at work because I was a waitress at the time and he asked to get together. And I think at that point he was hosting a little get together at his house. That was back in those summer days when you're in university and you're going out every night and he had like this kegger at his house and <laughs> invited me over. Of course I went after my shift ended. But I later found out that he had actually texted a few different girls in his phone to come over and I was the only one that came. So our dynamic has changed over the years, but we immediately became best friends and we loved spending time together. We played tennis, we hung out by the pool, we went for walks, and we immediately became really close with each other's friends. I think we hung out every single day for the rest of that summer and Pretty much the rest was history and now we have two beautiful boys and one quick story i will tell is that when i went into labor with liam it was june 6th when i went into labor and our anniversary was on june 7th the first time we ever had our official date was june 7th we went to see a pixar movie up which is so cute and i really wanted liam to be born on the day of our first date And so I waited and I asked if we could wait like an hour to push and we did and we were able to, and I know it doesn't always go like that, but we were able to bring him into the world on June 7th, which was super special. And I looked over and my husband actually had the ticket stub from the first movie that we ever went to. So that was a really special surprise. The next question is about my morning routine i get asked about this a lot so i wake up really early i wake up at five and i will preface this by saying that i am generally and naturally a morning person i have never been a night owl staying up past 10 o'clock is honestly kind of torturous to me but I'll do it for very special people and occasions. And so I wake up at five because I find I have the most energy in the morning. For example, I'm recording this podcast first thing this morning because I know throughout the day that my energy really wanes and by evening I can't even think straight. So I wake up at 5 a.m. The first thing I do is meditate. So either 10 to 20 minutes, I try to meditate unguided, but lately I've been using guided meditations I am loving the superhuman app by Mimi Bouchard. It's kind of pricey, but I love that it has different walking meditations and different meditations for moods that you might be in. But Insight Timer is my favorite free app. And I would highly recommend checking out Michelle Cambolis. She is my meditation teacher. She's the person who taught me how to meditate. She's also my therapist. And um, I absolutely love her meditation. So that's what I do first thing. First thing when I open my eyes. Then I go to the living room and do about 20 minutes of Pilates. I've been doing this forever and I really just find that it helps set the tone for my day. I love to get a walk in later in the day. I usually try and hit 10 to 12 K steps a day, but I really do like starting the day with a little bit of resistance training. And I do find that the consistency of 20 to 30 minutes of Pilates a day just kind of helps me stay strong and toned. I do go through phases where I do a Peloton bootcamp or a HIIT workout, but I really just find when I feel my best, I'm doing that 20 to 30 minutes of Pilates in the morning and then a longer walk throughout the day. Then after that, I try to journal. So journaling is something that has always really served me, but for some reason, I cannot get into a consistent journaling routine. It's probably because I don't have as much time as I would love to journal, but I'm trying to do that a few times a week. If I don't journal, I'll try to write a blog post. I've been trying to do that weekly or twice a week. So really just getting some writing in. If I don't journal, then what I try to do when I start my day, when the nanny comes, is put down, you know, a few things that I'm grateful for, a few to-dos for the day, just to really get that writing muscle worked on. Then I make my coffee. Lately, I've been having the Rise Oat Milk Vanilla Unsweetened Flavor frothed in my Nespresso frother. And then I'll have like a virtuo Nespresso virtuo coffee. So I think I like the Melozio. I forget what the name is, but it's the goldish one. And then I'll try to have a few minutes of quiet time with my husband, where we talk about what's going on, what's coming up in that day. And then our kids wake up and it's pedal to the metal. (laughs) They're crazy, but we love them. We make them breakfast and play in our playroom, which we just took back from the tenant that was living downstairs. So now we have the whole house, which is really, really nice. And we'll just hang out until our amazing nanny arrives and she takes the kids to school for the day. So that's the morning routine Then usually I sit down at my desk today. I'm recording this podcast because I knew I wanted to get it done and make sure that I do it and keep myself accountable. But usually I'll start the day with having my smoothie and going through some emails, or I will try to get my walk in first thing if it's nice, but it has not been nice. Although the weather is turning around. So that's exciting. So that is my day. That's my morning. And I will say that people often ask me, like, how do you wake up at five? It is not easy. Even as a morning person, when my alarm goes off at five, I am so tired and I really, really have to will myself to get out of bed. So sometimes it's just a little bit of mind over matter. And I know that at the end of the day, putting that time aside for myself completely shifts how I show up for my family, my work, my company, and my community. So I really just make it a priority. This one is a challenging question to answer, so that's why I didn't do it first. But the question was, how do I balance being a mom and wife while having a successful career? So I think that balance and success looks different for everyone. And what balance and success looks like to me right now at this point in my life is being present with my family and friends while building my business. And that is a lot of early mornings, busy days, getting stuff done. And truthfully, it's going to bed early because I find that by the end of the day, between caring for my kids figuring out their schedule, running one Wednesday, also running my personal brand and doing all of the things that I want to do, getting in all of those self-care practices. It's tiring. By the end of the day, I'm ready to go to bed. So I really strive to make sure that when I look at my week holistically, there is a really good balance of time at home versus time spent with friends outside of the house versus time spent with family. And then of course, you're going to have these things come up that are really special occasions, like a baby shower or a wedding that you want to be there for, for your people. So a few years ago, I actually wrote down what are my priorities in life. And that's how I make decisions to this day. I don't think I have a list anymore, but I know in my mind, Number one is my health and well-being that comes before every other thing in my life. Obviously, if there's emergencies and my kids need me or my husband needs me and or any loved one needs me, that goes out the window. But in order for me to show up and be the mom I want to be and be the wife I want to be and the friend I want to be and the daughter I want to be, et cetera, et cetera, I need to take care of myself. And so what that looks like for me is fueling my body with really nourishing foods. I really like to eat like a low inflammatory diet. So a lot of fresh vegetables, lean, beautiful meats, fresh meat, fresh fish, eggs, and really not eating like a ton of gluten, dairy, and sugar. That being said, self-care to me also means moderation and this weekend i went out and had a couple of drinks with my husband and had some french fries and i do really enjoy doing those things but i don't enjoy doing those things when they're every day so really just knowing what works for you and after my health and well-being obviously comes my family so that is my next priority over my career and that's not the same for many people i was recently having this conversation with my husband about the idea behind female founders and moms and how we really have to have this hard knock approach to being a founder and a female founder and how it means we have to sacrifice our time with our family. And that's just personally not how I want to build my business. And that may mean we grow more slowly than someone who has their career and their business growth. Above all else. And that just isn't the case for me at this point in time in my career because I know how fleeting these days are with my family and my kids. And I see the days going by so fast now, especially having a second child and especially with Liam almost being five. And so I know that this time is so special and I won't get it back. And I'm going to have my entire life to do all the things that I want to do. And I think that when I became a mom, I went through this whole phase of feeling like I was missing out and wanting to do these trips and travel and have the life that I used to have. And what I realized is what I wanna be doing now, right now at this point in time is spending time with my family. So that really is my my priority and and where I spend the most time. And then obviously I absolutely love Building One Wednesday and growing our brand and connecting with our community and seeing how it affects our customers. So that's a massive priority in my life as well. But I think that it's really, really hard to do everything a thousand percent. I'm someone who doesn't like to do anything less than that. And when I take something on, I really like to make sure that I give it my all. And so I know that I have a capacity right now that if I take too much on, I will burn out. I'll be overwhelmed and I just won't be happy doing the simple things that bring me joy. So I would say the first thing that I would do when you're thinking about balancing your career and your relationship and motherhood is really just prioritizing. You know, maybe for you right now, your focus is your career and your partner is taking on more of the parenting responsibilities or vice versa, and that's okay. And it may change month over month and week over week and year over year, but At the end of the day, what I like to do when I'm making decisions and planning my time and thinking about huge topics like this is really come back to thinking about what makes me feel my best. And so if that is a night out with my girlfriends and turning my phone on, do not disturb and just letting loose, then that's what I'll do. If it is trying to go away for a night with my husband because we haven't had time to connect over the last couple of years, then that's what my focus will be. So really just thinking about what for you makes you feel your best and filling up your cup with that. This next question is really interesting. It's more tactical. So foundational items I've had to put in place as a mom to be able to focus on routines for me. So I went through my morning routine. I would say the number one thing is that 5 to 6 a.m. is my time. I am not to be talked to. I'm not to be bothered. It is like my one hour of the day where I really take that time for myself. So my husband knows that's my focus time. That's my me time. Even if he's awake, he knows that's kind of leave me alone. And that is one piece of it. So really just carving out that time for yourself where the house is silent. And that may be at night for you. That may be like a 10 to 11 p.m. thing. But for me, it's first thing in the morning. The other thing that I do when I know I'm going to have a busy week or I'm away on a work trip or I'm away with my family for the weekend is think about how we're going to nourish ourselves. And for me, I don't like ordering a bunch of food and takeout throughout the week, just because, again, going back to feeling my best, that does not make me feel my best. I also feel like food prices and takeout prices are so crazy these days. And usually when I receive the food that I've ordered, I'm just so disappointed. So I've really been focusing on cooking a lot myself. But on the times that I'm not able to prep on a Sunday for healthy meals for the week, I will rely on a service in Vancouver called Beyond Nourished. And what they do is provide basically home-cooked meals to your specifications. So I would say outsourcing when you can is super important, especially when it comes to your health and your food. And it's a lot of work to meal prep on a Sunday. But ideally, I would meal prep on a Sunday. That's how I feed my family throughout the week through healthy proteins and veggies. And then of course, I'm using Instacart for like basic necessities like bananas and avocados and berries and things that I always wanna have in the house. The last piece that I think is most important and something I didn't realize when I had just Liam was the importance of asking for help. And that may look different to each person out there. Maybe it's hiring a babysitter a couple hours a week so you can get your nails done or go for a workout class. Maybe it's asking your mom or your grandmother or your aunt to watch your child for a couple of hours. But that's something I didn't do when I had Liam. And really, it was mostly just me during the day. Obviously, I had my husband when he wasn't working. But my mental health after Charlie, despite what we went through, he had heart surgery when he was born, we can get into that another episode. But the main difference between my mental health after Liam and after Charlie was my ability to ask for help. I luckily was able to have a nanny after having Charlie and I asked my husband for more help. I asked my parents and my in-laws for more help. And I really just try to ask for as much help as possible. I really think there's never enough help. And if you can ask, you know, your sister or whoever it is, it doesn't have to be paid help, but whatever works for you. I think as a mom to give you the time even just to like lie on the couch and watch TikTok, whatever you need to do to chill out and come back as a better person, I think it's super important to be able to ask for help. So that's my number one tip for moms who are trying to focus on their own routines is ask for that time. If you have a partner, say, look, hey, I need 30 minutes a day to get in a workout or have a hot shower and blow dry my hair in peace, whatever that looks like for you, just making sure that you are asking for help when you need it. I think we're going to leave it there for this week and the next couple of episodes are going to focus on my journey with One Wednesday and what the transition looked like for turning my side hustle into my dream career. I am also going to bring on some amazing guests that I can't wait to share with you all. I'm just so proud of the people in my life and the friends that I have. So I can't wait to share those people with you. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And please send me your feedback, topics you want to hear, your questions. And I will do my best to bring that all to you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Sophie C. Collins or at SophieCollins.com. And you can find my brand One Wednesday at one underscore Wednesday underscore shop on Instagram or at oneWednesdayshop.com. If you liked the episode today, please share it with a friend. And if you have time, leave me a little review. Have a great day. Thanks to Podfather Creative for editing and production.